Happy Friday, and welcome to another episode of From the Honeycomb, a podcast that creates a spark of positive energy in your home to design, architecture, yoga, meditation, and travel. I've created this podcast as a place to come for design inspiration and especially to learn about Vastu Shastra with a modern approach. I'm your host, Katerina Borinova, and welcome to From the Honeycomb. In today's episode, I want to take a step back and talk about ways to design your home with Vastu principles in mind, but without having you remodel your entire home, because I believe there are simple, easy ways to help balance the energy of your home without having to spend thousands of dollars and remodeling your whole house. As we begin every episode, let's take a moment to ground down and think of something we are grateful for in this moment. It can be something small or something large, whatever it is that has brought you gratitude in this moment. And for me, I am beyond grateful for my podcast editor, Ma Charmaine, who without her, this podcast would not be possible. We are now on episode 17, and she has been part of every episode, editing the audio for me, putting it in the music, and again, this podcast would not be possible without her because I have no talent in editing podcast episodes, and I knew when I started thinking about having a podcast, I knew that I would want to outsource this part of the podcast and so I went to Fiverr.com and I went through multiple editors. I was reading about everybody and for some reason, her profile just stood out to me. I liked the way she edited an episode that was part of her profile. And I am just so beyond grateful because she has made this podcast possible and it has allowed me to come up with topics and record episodes and be more creative while outsourcing something that is not my strong suit. So yeah, I'm just really grateful because again, without her, this podcast would not be possible. All right, well, let's get into the main topic. So when I first started to learn about Vastu Shastra, I thought, Jesse, we're going to have to move. This house, this apartment, it does not work with half of the Vastu Shastra principles. We have windows in places we shouldn't have windows. We have rooms in places of the apartment that there shouldn't be. Our plumbing is in the incorrect locations. And I just freaked out and I thought, oh my gosh, how is this possible? I am just overstressed. Like I started to like just worry, like how can I ever, you know, learn about Vastu Shastra and use the principles when my home doesn't configure to the perfect Vastu Shastra home? And So I struggled a little bit with that first. I thought, oh, you know, maybe this isn't a subject I could pursue because if my home doesn't reflect what I'm learning and what I'm incorporating, what I'm teaching, how am I supposed to to learn more about this, this subject? And so I kind of hesitated at first, but then I took a step back and I thought, you know what, everybody's going to have this issue because we're all living in, you know, we're renting, we're buying a home and, you know, we didn't design the home from the ground up. So of course, we, you know, and also depending on what part of the world you live in and what the architectural style was of the house or apartment or condo that you live in, there's just so many different variables. And so more about learning on how to adapt the Vastu Shastra principles with what you have. And so that's kind of what I've been, as I've been learning more about Vastu Shastra and putting together the podcast 
and incorporating different things into my own home, I've noticed I've definitely taken a step back and put less pressure on myself on what has to be correct, how does everything have to align, because there's areas where, and for example, I talked about this in my episode with Stephanie last week about a mirror that we have in our master bedroom. And Jesse liked it in one location where we could see the bed, but according to Vastu Shastra principles, when you have a mirror across from the bed, the negative energy, it bounces back and it reflects onto your bed and it can cause you to have illnesses or injuries. And so when I first read that, I thought, okay, Jesse, we have to move the mirror. But there wasn't really a place in our bedroom to move the mirror to, and it, we moved it into one new location. And it is kind of weird. It's right close to the door. It just, it doesn't feel right. And so I felt like I pushed something, you know, following these principles, and it just caused a weird energy in our room. And so we are moving the mirror back. We're probably actually doing it this weekend. We're going to be redecorating a little bit. We have some new pictures from our wedding. And so we're kind of incorporating that. So we're doing a little bit of like a little bit of like, I guess you could say remodel, but redecorating of the home. I just got some new art pieces. And so we're kind of just touching it up a little bit. And so that's one example of where there just seemed like a lot of information out there and it was very daunting to think, okay, now I have to follow all these rules. And what if I, in almost kind of, I guess it would be called imposter syndrome, is if I don't apply these principles to my own home, like with the mirror, then how can I share and teach these practices? And so that's kind of where the idea came with do so with good intention. And I've mentioned this in other episodes of when you are redecorating or painting or remodeling, whatever it is you're doing to your space, do so with a good intention because then you are putting this positive energy in. You're doing it with that good intention. And so no matter how you are designing and wanting to balance the energy of the space, do so with good intention because the energy that you put in at the beginning, like the foundation, that will allow the positive energy to flow through already from the beginning. And so starting small also, you, like, as I mentioned, you don't need to do a full remodel to incorporate Vastu principles. And actually, if you do sometimes remodel and demolish areas of the home, it can actually bring negative energy because it does disrupt the flow of the existing space. So there's kind of a I guess you could say like a yin and a yang. There's the good and the bad. So you want to outweigh whatever it is the decision you're making to change the space or redecorate the space or add this new element into the space. Do see how it, it feels with the energy. So another example in our home is, this was something I also freaked out about at first, is in the northeast quadrant of our home, which is governed by the water element, we have our barbecue. And I've mentioned this in episodes before because it's such an obvious thing is you have a fire element in the water element zone of the home. But as I mentioned, we can't do anything with that barbecue. We can't move it in, into the house. And that's the only outdoor space that we have. And so the patio, I've added blue colors with the pillows. I've drawn a water element symbol to help balance that space. And then a couple months ago, we were already last summer, Jesse built a fountain. And that's how we incorporated the water element into this space. And so we were creative. You know, we made our own things like this fountain that we used to balance the space of the home. 
And now I know even building a fountain is, is a bigger task than just drawing, you know, the water element symbol on a pot, which is what I did. So there are ways you can start small. There are um, ways, for example, reducing clutter. You know, clutter is a big thing, having a mess. It could go having clutter from just one single drawer in your home to a closet you have that's full of tons of stuff. And so one of the ways you can approach clearing the energy of your home while still keeping in mind Vastu Shastra is reducing clutter. And that also means under your bed. One of the things is your under your bed, your space should be very clean, right? There shouldn't be lots of stuff stored there. But for us in our home, we have limited storage space. So one of our beds does have a few things underneath it. But of course, we keep it organized. It's clean. It's, it's organized as best as possible. So there is, that's the working with what you've got also is a main thing because I feel like sometimes I would get, you know, so hooked on a new principle I had learned and I thought, oh my gosh, now we have to clear everything out from under the bed, but where is it going to go? Well, we could store it in this closet and then it would just have more clutter in this closet, but at least underneath the bed, it would be clear space. And so determining what you want to incorporate, but what effect it has on other places of the home, for example. And so reducing clutter. And with that, I thought of, you know, there's, if you've read the Marie Kondo book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, which is a great book, that's some way to to reduce clutter in your home. So if it doesn't spark joy, get rid of it. And I actually applied this principle the other day because I noticed my closet is just getting so full of clothes and I don't even go shopping for clothes regularly. I actually just visited my mom in Florida. She gave me some of her clothes. I do a lot of like clothes swapping. My cousin, she was just over at our house this weekend. I gave her some of my clothes and so I kind of do like clothing swaps. I've visited my friends and family in Europe Usually we swap clothes or there's something I bring with me. I mean, there's just so much of like secondhand swap clothing I noticed in my family. And Jesse made a comment once. He's like, every time we visit somebody in your family, like you get clothing, you give them clothing. So anyway, my cousin came over the other day and I was looking through my closet and I said, oh my gosh, I feel like I have so much clothes. And she even walked into my closet. She's like, you have so much clothes. And there just seems to just be piling up, but it's not like I'm going on shopping sprees every weekend. I've also have a lot of clothing just throughout the years that I've taken very good care of. And so over the weekend, I cleared out my closet. I gave her so much clothing. Some stuff I'll sell on Poshmark, which is usually where I get some of my clothing from. But, and I try to, if I buy something, I try to get rid of something and I notice that reduces the clutter in the space. But I already feel like the master closet is just able to breathe a little bit again. There's just more space just by getting rid of a few things. And so reducing clutter is something you can do without even spending any money too. And that's something, you know, I mentioned you can help balance the energy of your home without spending thousands of dollars just by cleaning up, just by reorganizing, just by, yeah, cleaning up a space. And it can start so simple with just a drawer. We have, Jesse has a junk drawer where he keeps his things, just random, his wallet, his keys, just all his little stuff. He has a drawer in the home where he kind of has just all his stuff. And every few weeks, you know, he'll clean it out and organize it. And it's just... Starting somewhere small with that is important. And also, for example, another way is like in our kitchen. Our kitchen, I feel like we had just so much stuff. For example, like our pantry, 
I can't get back to everything that's further in the back. Unfortunately, our pantry, it's more deep than it is wide. So everything's just tucked over in corners and things are falling over and bigger boxes of rice are in front of, you know, smaller cans and reorganized it or I've reorganized it a few times, but it just becomes kind of stressful because I'm like, oh, I can't find my, you know, tea that I wanted and didn't I buy this and didn't I buy that? And so that's that negative energy that can be brought on by clutter. So finding ways you can, you know, just start small, really clean out a drawer, clean out whatever you can, maybe a closet. When I was reading about this, it came up that the teacher I was listening to this course about was, they said, if you notice, it's very common, especially in the United States and the culture is you have a junk, not even a junk drawer, but a junk room. It's a closet. It's a space in your garage that just fills up with stuff because it's easier sometimes to just put everything in a closet, close the door and poof, right? It feels like, oh, there's nothing back there. You know, it's just all that mess is gone because it's behind that door. And so that can build up negative energy depending on where this closet is in your home as well. It could reduce, for example, if it's in, you know, as we mentioned, the northeast corner of the home has to do with abundance. The eastern corner that we've done an episode on has to do with your health. And so having just, I feel like this episode is now becoming all about clutter and space and just making messes. But really, that's one way of clearing the negative energy of the home. And you also feel good. There is something about after cleaning this a space, I don't know if maybe it's just me, but I have a sense of like, oh, wow, like I clean this space up. Don't I feel so good? Everything looks so nice. I actually vacuumed out my car after, this might be embarrassing to say, the last time I vacuumed the inside of my car was last June. So June, 2021. This episode is airing February, 2022. And I just vacuumed the inside of my car. Now, the inside of my car was not that dirty, I would say, because really it's only me in the car. So the back seats, I mean, there's nothing, but through the summer, you know, you go to the beach, so there was some sand and I just, I mean, I do wipe the dust down once in a while, but I just, just getting to vacuuming my car was such a task and I finally did it and the inside of my car looks so nice and I just, I don't know, it's like a sense of accomplishment that I'm the one who made it so clean. Although I do love dropping it off at the car wash and having them detail the inside and outside. That's also a sense of satisfaction when you have someone do it for you. But when I did it for myself and I cleaned everything and it just, I'm like, oh, this is it just, I don't know. There's just a sense of satisfaction about cleaning the space. But I don't want to get off track about now decorating the inside of your car when we are talking about your home. Coming back to the home is if you're also stuck on, you know, you're listening to these episodes, you're wanting to incorporate Vastu Shastra principles, but you don't know where to start. And so I want you to focus on areas of the home that you like because you'll want to take those on rather than jump into an area of the home that you don't like. So for example, if you have, you know, let's say the kitchen is your favorite place and there's a few areas you're like, oh, I could, you know, add these colors and, you know, depending where your home is or depending where your kitchen is in the home, you can add, you know, different colors. I have an episode all about colors. And so for example, our kitchen is in the southeast corner of our home. So I've, you know, been incorporating colors of orange and yellow with like dish towels and some of our appliances are red. And so 
those are ways I've brought the fire element. And so let's say, yes, yeah, so we're talking about the kitchen and there's ways you want to incorporate because that's your favorite space in the home. You'll want to jump on that more because that's probably where you spend more time and where you, you want that energy to flow because you can create more interesting recipes and have conversations with your family, whatever it is, you know, that you do in the kitchen that you like. So think of that too, is what part of the home do you want to work on rather than jump on I don't know, your office space where you're like, oh, you know, I, I spend too much time in there. I just, I'd rather have a fun space in the kitchen. So then put your energy towards an area of your home that you enjoy and like being in. And again, be creative. So I know I've mentioned that, you know, we've made our own things like a fountain, but you can also be creative with decorating by making something. For example, in our kitchen, I wanted a painting of herbs and I found it on Etsy or you could print it out, pay 10 bucks, I don't know, per print. And I remember talking to one of my friends about it and she's like, why don't you just paint your own herbs? Put a picture in, you know, paint it, put it in a frame and then it's going to be your work rather than just printing something from someone else. And I was like, oh, genius idea. I mean, it took a few months for me to get the time, the frame, everything. But now whenever I walk past the paintings, I go, wow, look at me. Like I watercolored these herbs. And when people come over and they're like, oh, these are really cute. And you go, oh, well, I actually made that. That is kind of, that's a creative way to make the space your own and give it that uniqueness from whatever your personality, your characteristics are, you can translate those into ways that you decorate the home. Maybe you take an art class or a sculpting class or any sort of class where you could make something for your home or you watch a tutorial on YouTube. That's also a way of incorporating your personality, your characteristics into the home by being creative. And also that goes back to the do so with good intention you did so with good intention. You created something with your hands, whatever it is, and you put that positive energy into it because you had fun with it. Maybe you did a class with friends. And now whatever it is that you made, it has a positive energy and a special touch to it. And so within it, it will now bring you joy when you see it in that space that wherever you put it. first applying Vastu Shastra principles, it may seem daunting. It was for me. I mean, I freaked out. I thought, oh my gosh, I can't apply everything. And what if it doesn't work in the space? But you'll know, you'll sense how the energy in the room has changed. You'll see if something doesn't feel right. Maybe you tried to move something and into the new space because of whatever element it is or color it is, and it just didn't feel right. And I want you to trust your gut and know that you do sense the energy is off. And so do incorporate whatever you can, work with what you've got, but have fun, be creative. And so as you listen to my Vastu Shastra episodes, I want to make sure you keep two things in mind. Always do so with good intentions and also trust yourself. Trust yourself on how you feel the energy of the room shift or change because you'll notice it. It is your home, your space, and you want it to be a space that you've created, that you are comfortable in, you feel safe in, and just it's your home, your space. You spend the most time there. You know what's right, so trust yourself and do so with good intention. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like this episode, please give it a heart or thumbs up and click the follow button so you can stay up to date on the latest episodes. 
Thank you so much and see you next Friday.